kind of when you're drunk too, you're kind of like whatever to everything. Everything's numb. And he just pulls a gun out and just goes bap, bap, and shoots this dude in the leg. He's bleeding so bad. You watch this in front of you go down. I'm just going to hop in when I need to. Yeah, we're going to be, me and Shane are going to be sharing a mic right here because he has to be on here for the the buttery. Why would he have to be on here, Maverick? Bro, he has to. He has to. He has to. We have a special guest. I say that every time because there's so many special people in this world. But today's is the first guest coming from the motocross industry. Buttery Films, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my gosh. I'm going to remind you, just, just oh. keep that mouth close to the mic. Mic check. One, two, Boom. three, four. Cool. She works. She yeah. works. Dude. It's been a it's been a, a little bit of a struggle getting buttery on the podcast. I'm so pumped that he's actually here. This is the second podcast you've ever done, correct? Yeah, second one. This second interview, if first one in three years probably. Yeah. So uh, it's going to be a good episode. Let me give you guys a small description of who we are working with. His name is Connor Erickson. He's 27 years old. Quite honestly, he's the most interesting man on the planet. Like, <laughs> for real, he really is, and you'll learn why in this episode. He is quite literally the definition of do what makes you happy. In all aspects, all aspects. So life's about, so yeah. And he got famous for making videos in the moto scene, and he now has one of the biggest cult-like followings of any professional in his industry. But here's the thing. Buttery is not a professional motocross rider, is he? Furthest thing from it. Furthest. Furthest thing? The slowest, most recognized dude in the sport. So Run me through your skill level on a a dirt bike. (sighs) Novice on my best days. I just like to hit jumps and... uh, I try to work on my speed every day and go a little faster, but these dudes training, they're at such a top level and it's just like, I don't have the commitment or time or dedication to do that. And we're doing the YouTube thing. We're doing podcasts. So right. Yeah. That's a fun ride. In my eyes, I wrote here, you're pretty much a dude who's above average, good at riding. Like you're not bad by any means, bro. You'd be like flying, doing wheelies, like on on tracks, going crazy, but you just happen to have way more of a personality than anybody else in this scene, really. Like, that's kind of why you rose to this crazy stardom. Yeah, I guess that is the thing. But see, they're paid to go fast, so they don't have to do the talking thing. That's where I just come in and I get to hang out with fans, meet everyone, hang out, do stuff like this. Right. They're getting paid to go fast, so that's all they have to do. So it really separates me. It's, it's awesome. I want to dive really deep into, like, how you actually did that because we, we kind of come from similar backgrounds, like, as far as, like, I, I wasn't known for being the best scooter rider. You're not known for being the best dirt bike rider. So yeah. I really want to understand how you actually made that possible. And I think anyone can do a good job listening to how Connor, a.k.a. Buttery, has been a master of branding, monetizing, and creating his own world revolved around doing what he loves. It's it's absolutely phenomenal. And I do want to give a, a bit of a background. So we, do, we have four people on the podcast today. Shane from Hemecula. Explain your relation. Old Butters? Old, old Butters. Up, Oh man, I've known Butters since like it hasn't been like the longest, but the times we've known each other, we just like hooked. It's been a smooth five years, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think uh, we became friends through like Angel Loyal LZ. It was just all that group. We just became homies, and then we just started shit kicking ever since. <laughs> yeah, we just met in the Supercross stands. You were Jones, yeah. and I was Jones. In we were both 
Bugging and jonesing. Just drinking, bugging and jonesing. Wait, so you know we're partying together. I want to know how <laughs> your guys' slang comes around. I feel like that's a big part of your <laughs> branding is your slang. Really quick, we're gonna get into slang because Buttery has the funniest vocabulary of anyone. And by the end of this episode, you will be talking like him. I'm just gonna warn you. <laughs> but since Buttery came on the podcast, this man he's he's a he's a life of the party everywhere he goes. So I I got him a gift. He already has the gift on the table. He knew one wasn't going to be. You had enough. to pull up. You had to get Connor, Connor some. Uh, Slid through some with the white claws. Let's go, this, baby. Hey, let's this, go. This is a. You're going to need to do it, bro. Are we doing this? We're, We're doing shotgunning this, bro. it. I say that. I'm not going to shotgun it, but I'm going to have a claw. This is a first for me on camera. So, in honor of buttery. Hey, dude. Thank you for cheers. drinking with me. Let me grab one. Already here, have mine let me, open. Here, let me hit if yours. you ain't on cheers, brother. I'm 21 years old. Just going to add that. Oh, you're going to shotgun it right now. Yeah, this thing's already. He's already wet and ready to rock. Shane's bugging him. I'm Jonesy. I don't want to chew on camera. Yeah. I mean, this if is like If you do, the it would just be better one. content. Sprinter key coming in. Everyone always hold your claws Clutch. up like this. You don't want to get any splash on the laptop. No splash how to. on the lappy. Quick how to. Show us how it's done. Ready? I've been old. I've been doing this Show us how it's done. Hope people don't judge us on our speed, though. That is a thing. Yeah, no, people are like, what? Dang, you're a pussy, bro. You couldn't chug that? Dude, I could fucking do 0.3 seconds. Bro, you can't even chug that that fast, bro? You're a bitch. Oh, man. Cheers, Cheers brother. Cheers to having us on the podcast. No fox given. Here we go. Oh, I took a sip before you guys saw. I probably fucked up a little bit there. (laughs) I zoned out. I started thinking about what I... (laughs) I How we like, feeling, boys? I guess I could chief on one. Listen, let's start it off. Let's start it with an absolute heater, bro. I could just chief on one. I feel great. Th- this was the only thing you didn't want me to ask you about, but then you commented it on my Q&A for you. So we'll just start off with the bang. Answer this however you'd like, man. But you wrote the question. I'm just going to remind you yeah, that. Yeah. We could cut this out if you want. What's this What's this beef with you and Axel? <laughs> what's the beef with I Axel? I literally told you before you walked <laughs> in my house, bro. I said, hey, so the only thing I'm not going to ask you about is Axel thing, right? <laughs> and that's the first thing I type on there. That's the first thing you told me to ask you. Yeah, because yeah. that's what everyone wants to know. I mean, that question, I'm going to tell you guys the answer now, whether we leave it or not. That's the million-dollar question everyone wants to know. Of course. So maybe you don't give it to him. Give him the $200,000 question. I mean, sometimes you just have falling out in life, you know? For real. You grow up with people. You guys kind of hang out. You go separate ways, do your own deal. You never know Naturally. how it's going to go, but... It's a falling out every time. People probably look for some crazy story, and I'm sure there is if you dig somewhere, but at the end of the day, like, same thing happens in relationships with your parents, with your best friends. People grow out. So there you go. There you go, you little you little moto kids. Sometimes that road just ends, you know? Sometimes that road, rocky road just ends. Real rocky road. All right, yeah. I need help, Connor. Let's let's paint a picture. Listen, we're going we're gonna to get into all sorts of crazy shit. Let's go. But, like, paint me a picture of your childhood. I want to understand what it was like growing <clears> up being buttery. All right. What your friend situation looked like? How did you end up getting into video creating? How did you go from being a normal dirt bike kid to now, like again, one of the biggest people in your industry? I was just like every other kid. Watched Supercross every weekend. Had my little XR50. Was doing my deal, and I wanted to be a professional dirt bike rider. Posters up on the wall. That was my dream. My dad would take me to the track, and then uh, I met met some kids in high school that were pro, and they were all homeschooled, and I was like, damn, I really want to do this, but I played baseball my whole life, and my pops still will kill me today that I didn't end up going all the way playing baseball. I don't know if I could have done it, but I had a decent arm on me because I was pretty big. So I just wanted to ride. That's all I want to do is ride dirt bikes, ride dirt bikes, and uh, at the time in high school, I couldn't financially afford it, so I just was like, dude, I'll be a filmer because that's the closest thing you could be on the track if not being a rider. At least you're like in the action. 
and that's all I wanted to do. And I was just like putting myself out there, just a kid running around with the camera, trying to meet all the pros I can, networking, connections. And then it's like, damn, if I could just ride one day, that's all I want to do is be a rider. So I'd like borrow kids' bikes, be like, yo, homie, could I hop on your bike? Or my friend will let me ride his bikes. And then uh, eventually just saved up enough money and from filming and working construction, doing other little side deals and bought my first bike. And I think because I was around the sport so long and involved with everyone, I could kind of pick it up a little quicker. Right. And I was filming all these dudes and I could see technique and pick up on little stuff here and there. So in your in your little brain, your idea was that if you had a camera, you were kind of like allowed to be around the guys more than like For the sure. average fan. Like that, sure. that was your idea or that just happened. You'd happen to have a camera and then you noticed that. I just wanted to be as involved in the sport as I could. And I just had an eye for it. I had a vision, like a creative side. I wanted to make cool videos, make a little different perspective. Like I've been doing this since 2009 is when I did my first video. So we're doing videos, you know, before Instagram, before all that stuff. And uh, it was just the closest you could be to the action and like be involved in the industry and with the riders. And I just figured if I got my foot in the door and met enough people and did that one day, I was going to be able to ride myself too. Damn. So, and then that kind of worked out for you. it worked out, yeah. Did you grow up in San Diego? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Diego, so you're, you're, Vista. All right. What's Vista the... exact. Okay. Vista. What was the local track for you? Uh, first track I ever rode was Lake Elsinore, which is kind of closer to here, just right up the street. I think I rode Lake Elsinore when I was like 12 years old. My parents would never let me ride track. They said it was too dangerous. Could only ride in the desert. And they're like, yo, you can never ride a track. That's way too dangerous. And they took me one time and like instantly I was addicted. Like I was like, dude, I got to ride tracks. I got to be on this program. So that's what I was doing there for a little while. And But baseball and then I played football all through high school and that took away all my time. Like I couldn't even ride anymore. I was so bummed on the weekends. And if I didn't have straight A's, my pops would yank my bike. That was the whole deal. Straight A's. Wait, wait so your parents were really strict? Oh yeah, gnarly. Really. And did you get straight A's? Oh yeah. You until did? Until probably sophomore year. I had a 4.17 freshman year, and I had a 1.2 sophomore year. Dang, that's something. A 1.2? Damn, bro, you got me beat. I had a 1.9. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Hey, what, what, what's it. up with the, the name Buttery? How'd you buttery? get Buttery? So, yeah, it's 2009 again. We're just making videos, and we had slang. This comes back to the slang thing. Instead of saying cool or sick, we're like, oh, yeah, that's so Buttery. We're just saying Buttery, this, Buttery, that. We probably used it too much, honestly. And I made a video of all my homies. I'm like, dude, I have no idea what I should call this thing. My homie's like, dude, that video is pretty buttery. You should just like call it a buttery <laughs> film. Just smacking lips. I you figured know, it came from hit. skate park talk. I skated a little bit, but I was kind of a kook. Okay. But I did skate around all those dudes. You say the same thing. Oh, that shit was butter. Oh, that was buttery. buttery. Like, now I don't even say that anymore because I have to hear it every day. It's my name now. I don't even think people know my real name. even when I go Connor Erickson. Yeah. yeah. Fun fact. Yeah, I call you buttery. I had he calls you buttery. He calls you buttery. Good branding though. The nickname sticks. So that's cool. Yeah, it's very, very important to have yeah. for sure. The slang, the slang. bro. And it evolves big, all the time, dude. Big Jones and boy, big Jones. I'm trying to explain the dynamic of like our friend group here, but like you seem to be like at the top of like the vocabulary pyramid. Like you are the <laughs> highest of the food chain. Like all the slang trickles down from you. Through Hamecula, through Kale, eventually makes it to me, and then I trickle it onto Maverick, and then my other friends. So let let's just go right in. We're we're gonna go everywhere, but let, let's uh break down some of your vocabulary words. We have kit, kit run yeah. running kits. Yeah, running. That's kits. a famous one. Kit. That one actually came from Shane. He started kits. Yeah, yeah. kits I, came I, from Hamecula's I got crew the first. Kits. Oh wow, that's He's a Shane word. Yeah, but we we just we kept saying it heavy. It was like a heavy what does kit mean? <laughs> Um, yeah, you gotta explain all the words because people listening, big, bro, they're not. Go they're not from Temecula. So if you're big Jones and for kit. Okay, now now backtrack. Hold on, yeah, Jones and new word. Okay, out. guys, keep remember, write these down. Jones and Jones and means you're fiending. 
Like, oh, I'm jonesing around the kit. I'm fiending to have sex with that girl. <laughs> That's I mean, broken down. Even, you know, I'm fiending to kiss that girl. It's just a nicer Monetize. way. Monetize. Monetize. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but... Um, a solid kit is like as if anything. Like oh, yo, solid kit. Solid kit. It's like yeah. Like a Moto you're two. You're a solid kit. You, you really think are. so? Yeah. yeah. It's just, you're a solid kit. Mavs solid kit. Solid kit. It's solid more like it's just a, Would like you a, run the kit? Yeah, I mean I wouldn't run the kit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like there's, there's some other kits out there though that would run your kit for sure. For sure. Yeah, there for yeah. sure. Plenty yeah. of Fifis. Fifis. This guy's DMs are probably just blown up. Fifis. <laughs> Yeah, That's a new one. Fifis, yeah. So for girls, a little me. bit of Fifis. Fifis. So yeah, you see some chicks around, you're like, oh, look at that Fifi. Stuss. Fifi. Stuss, yeah. Stuss, Stuss. is a good one, too. That's one of my favorite ones. Stuss. Stuss, yeah. Stuss. What does it mean? What's it's it mean? just kind of like Kit, same thing. You're looking at a chick, you're like, damn, I need some Stuss. You really want to get in it. <laughs> I don't really do any of that myself. You know, I'm a, kind of monogamous, not a premarital sex kind of guy. But if you were to be doing that and you wanted some Stuss, oh, a Jones for the Stuss, especially on the weekends. A couple, Jones for the Stuss. Especially on the weekends. Stuss. Oh, Instantly, it's Stuss. Yeah. But yeah, the slang is always evolving too. Like, dude, I've heard so much stuff from him and stuff that we've put out. And then a month from now, it could change. It could be something else. Uh, um, you never know what it's going to be. The green one. I'll take the green one. I try to stay away from that, but people love that stuff so much it sticks in their head. Dude, like, I think get part, a clue. Of, part of your brand that has made you so successful, in my eyes, because I mean, really how I've remained a fan of you was like your snapchat days when you used to post on snapchat bro and you saying you saying like oh the green one like the car when people have a green car you're like i forget this just tripped me out because i drove by a green car i'm like dude this dude cannot be dead serious he literally went to the dealership not only is this thing not used it's brand new off the lot sure it's five thousand dollars cheaper because the paint job that dude went in there he's like yeah i'll take the green one dude every time i drive past a fucking green car literally now because of that i think (laughs) i think like damn they actually wrapped your guaxilla uh, green? It might have been. Honestly, it. I wanted the green one. Yeah, but now I have the Lambo. That's yellow too. But now but that's be- an exotic car. Yeah, you know, dudes be so getting it's allowed. Like- yeah. And then, and then another famous one you had was uh, your truck. That was like a the your, beater, the beater truck, bro. That was my first truck I ever had. My pops actually bought me that for my 16th birthday. I was but hyped on your Snapchat one. stories were always the best because for some reason you always found accidents in homeless people. Like, and you and you'd always like make <laughs> like you'd always make a. A current joke. What was the one where you drive past car accidents? Get a clue. Get a clue. <laughs> like, you are that guy. Get a clue. Friends say that at the skate park. Get a clue. And I didn't know that was from you. That's from him. Yeah, Get a clue. Crazy. The other like, famous one is him pulling up at the gas station. In. When he'd pull up at a gas station in his truck, slam the door on the on the thing. Not the fresh paint. Yeah, because I took the spray paint. Dude, because what happened, my truck was real nice. Here's the story about this. I just nice truck, right? This thing was super clean, silver. Went to a New Year's party. I let my buddy drive it. He ends up drifting around a corner. This isn't Temecula. He hits a fence and takes out this whole neighbor's fence, takes out the whole deal. The cops come. They're calling our phones looking for a silver truck. So I just go to Home Depot, and we spray paint that thing black instantly because I'm so spooked. I'm like, oh, they won't recognize this thing. You know, 18 years old, I'm going to spray paint this truck. The next thing you know, I'm pulling out of my driveway, and I live with my buddy at the time, and he's pulling up, and we get in a head-on in the driveway. So I have to get another bed and the other back doors from another F-150. So now my truck is two different colors. So then I was like, well, screw it. I'm just going to keep painting this thing forever. <laughs> and that's where not the fresh paint came from because I was constantly having to paint it every week because I was getting in either accidents or people were hitting me or whatever the case. Dude, you do have <laughs> like people that know these stories already because they're such a cult following. Yeah, that's for sure. 
They're, sure. they're, dude, people love you. I'm like, the biggest gnarly. cult following ever, and I'm so thankful for it. I can't even believe it. I don't think I'm that cool. So the fact that you guys think I'm that cool is just insane to me. People don't follow me since you know MySpace days. It's insane. I have the coolest fans in the world. Couldn't wouldn't change a thing. That's that's what I was talking about. Like insane. I don't even know if you knew this, but like, yeah, you're just like a mythical creature around here, bro. Like everyone is a fan of you, dude. It's I go crazy. out to gas stations. People go, you know, buttery. I go with my my friends. My friends, kids, you know, buttery. Oh, I love buttery films. Everywhere wow, I go, dude, even wild. even this guy, bro. Like, I mean, I like I definitely look up to you because we're both like respect. You know, we're on the same level of creators. I, I definitely keep up with your stuff. Shane, absolutely inspired by you. You're just like I, I don't even know where the where it's come from. It's just like your inside jokes and how everything has evolved. You've just become this like. But but here's the thing: people watching this, some people watching this might not even know you. But I think that's like the coolest thing. That's insane. To you're me, in your like, whole own bubble, bro. Yeah. Like, think about it. You're making as much money on merchandise sales as like Logan Paul is on a drop. You don't, but wild. you don't know that. You don't even realize that. That's and wild. people watching this hear me say that, and they're like, "Bullshit." You know what I mean? Yeah. No one really believes it. That's there's so much power in being in your own little industry too. It, I th- I think it's I just think it's awesome. It's the same thing TJ Hunt has done with like cars. Yeah. You've done with uh. With the dirt My bike fans stuff. are just so supportive of me that I, like I want to go out of the way and be as supportive of them as possible, and that's our biggest thing. Like we get to travel, go to Supercross races, travel from state to state, and do all this stuff, and get to meet people, shake hands. Like that's the biggest thing is like someone that you look up to, you can shake their hand, have a conversation with them, like you and I are having right now. Right. Like people remember that forever. So I never want to make a bad first impression. So if I have, I'm sorry if I'm done that, but I just try to be cool with everyone and. You know, treat everyone as the same respect that I want to be treated with. Yeah, I've noticed that when you, when I pulled up, you made sure to shake my hand. With everyone in the house, you made sure to shake their hand, introduce yourself. Yo, I'm Connor. And I was like, damn, that's actually super cool that you do that. Because he's a normal guy. Yeah, he's a normal, yeah normal but dude. like you went the extra step to make sure you're like, hey, man. Maverick's had some problems with influencers in the past, so that I'm says sure, a lot. Yeah. yeah. I've never once ran into a moment. Like, you know, like you have friends that are like get hotheads or like, oh, I'll fight that dude or some shit like that. You always have that friend that has kind of like an ego or anything. And like you have friends that are like kind of stubborn on things like this dude right here is like opposite. I've never once seen him in a conflict. Like he's just nice to I everybody. Speaking mad. of a conflict, actually, this is a this is a good point I want to bring up. Do you remember when we filmed the GTR reveal video? You were yeah, in my yeah. GTR reveal video. Yeah. 5.3 million views. Guaxilla 2.0 reveal. Jumped over it. He jumped years. over it on the bike. And I feel really bad because... I learned about this. I learned about this like a year and a half later. Okay, but Shane told me that you, you were like when when Shane first started hanging out with me, you were like, "Damn, I don't really fuck with that kid." <laughs> no, 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 no. Tag, it wasn't no like tag. that. It was it, the way he his lingo goes. Be like, ah, oh, no tag, oh, no tag, no tag, no tag. I, I felt really like bad because though. because I I should have tagged you in that video and I didn't. But in my eyes, like I just. We were on different pages. So I wanted to no, come on cool. here publicly and to apologize. Just, no, you're good, dude. You're good. And we had just met at that time, too. Yeah, we had just met. He drove an hour up to my house to come jump over the GTR for the video. It was like a really small, cool segment, of probably a 30-second edit in the actual video. And I and I didn't I didn't tag you, but I guess we were just on different pages. No, that's so cool. I apologize. No, so everyone, good. at Buttery Films, follow hey, him a, right he's now. He's a good dude. He's a good dude. <laughs> this man is shadow banned on Instagram. Uh, Why? Shadow banned. <clears throat> Why? I was talking to some dude and had an inside source over at Instagram, and he said that I've gone against the community guidelines too many times. But then you got chicks, you know, basically posting nudes that are verified. Actual porn. Like, legit porn. And maybe I've posted some stuff that's a little head-scratcher, but I try to keep it moderately okay. 
So I went to get verified the other day and he said, yo, not only are you not getting verified, you're shadow banned. It's called the blacklist. I'm like, well, can I pay money to get off the blacklist? He's like, no, once you're on the blacklist, you're on it for good. The only way you could do it is if someone hacks your profile and recodes it on the back end. So I'm shadow banned for life, which is kind of a bummer. Wait, what do you mean by recoded on the back end? I'm not sure. I didn't want to go into detail with that, dude, because this is over an Instagram. I know DM. people that has happened. That's happened to their YouTube channels. Yeah. And it worked. It's basically like it, it goes as far as like your account gets hacked, all your posts get deleted, and then your your actual like account gets like rethrown into the algorithm as like a new account type shit. So how do you fake that? It, I don't know. I need that. I need a hacker. <laughs> so you if there's any hackers hacker. out there who want to recode my whole deal. I'm sure your DMs are pretty juicy too, huh? So what is that? I've had some good but ones. what is shadow ban? Okay, you can't get verified. Can't get Ever? verified. Ever. I already said that. Are you growing? No. Not I'm at stag. all. I'm stag. That's what I'm bummed on. Obviously, you want to be as big as possible, but I was like kind of close to 500K. If I got to 500K, I was going to be pumped. Obviously, you want a million and so on and so forth, but I'm just stuck where I'm at. Like I lose more followers than I gain a day now. And it's just over for me. My less than 1%. Damn, like, now that I'm thinking about it, maybe I'm shadow banned. Dude, we might all be shadow banned. I'm already verified, so at least I got yeah, that. Yeah, at least you got the blue check. Because then when you God. slide in DMs, dude, you just, even though they know your name anyways, but think about it, you slide in blue check. That way, when stuff. they see the blue check, they just, <laughs> Jones that, and, they see it, they, yeah. they're going to click on it. And my whole deal, like, say, like, you know, I slide in DM, like, yo, Buttery Films. They're like, what's this Moto meme page, like, following us, like, trying to hit me up. So it doesn't really work for me. Need the verified check mark. Yeah, Rest in peace, mark. bro. Being being shadow banned. That's unfortunate. What about the TikTok grind? I don't TikTok. I feel like I'm. It's too late. And someone has my TikTok name. Someone it's, has my TikTok. They have my username, and they post on there like they're me. And I guess they talk back and forth with people, which is cool. I respect that because at least they're talking to fans. But then people come up to me at the track like, "Yo, we talked on TikTok last time." I'm like, dude, I don't have a TikTok. Oh, shit. what are you talking about? <laughs> Only you and would someone's be. Running hey, that's really TikTok. nice. You know, at least they're talking to fans. <laughs> hey, at, least, cool. at least he's got the shot buttery. Yeah, I might yeah, in that, the bio. Yeah, you got shot buttery in the bio. I might need to give that dude a paid deal. Yeah. I feel like I'm a little a little old for TikTok, dude. 27? 27, nah. nah. It, TikTok right now is Instagram in 2013. What am I do dance? No, bro. <laughs> that's the weird stigma I don't understand with TikTok. Everyone says that about Everyone TikTok. Dances. No, that's not true. Just funny. TikTok stuff? is a full social media platform. It's like yeah. I had a Vine back in the day. It's, it's feed, like that on crack. It's way better. My feed has no <laughs> dancing on it. I don't see you any can dancing. Click not interested, and then they'll never show you dancing ever. Really? Mine is just like, bro. Is anyone? Funny okay, listen. This is probably gonna be a me problem. But like, I've had one white claw, and I'm absolutely buzzed off my mind right <laughs> Get now. Get out of here! No, I right. am, bro. Cap I don't ever. Put your cap off, bro. My hat is on. My hat is on, bro. Hey, pass one over here, bud. Dude, like I'm low key. Like I'm I don't know how much more of this I should drink because I'm not really a lime guy. I'm a lightweight, dude. Yeah. That's embarrassing, bro. You gotta. It is it embarrassing, bro. But I don't ever drink, and I'm already like, I can't even think. I, like the dimensions I, of my thoughts are getting they're dude, getting 12, smaller. I was twelve days sober. That's huge, man. Good for you. Yeah. So twelve days sobriety. To that. Wait, what? What made you go twelve days sober? Just wasn't any functions happening. Uh no, there's plenty of stuff. That's the biggest thing. COVID kind of made us party because no one has jobs or goes to work or does anything. I just wanted to do it for myself and like. I realized I was promoting that a lot as I'm doing it right now, but I've promoted a lot of partying in my life. So I don't want kids to like look at that and be like, Oh, that dude just parties. So I went like back on the grind. Like I'm well, trying to YouTube grind and like, that's something like, like I feel 12, like for 12 days. Yeah, dude, that's a lot. <laughs> it I put is. Out, like two vlogs. So that's a lot. No, that's are, fire. Hell wait, yeah. yeah. Are you afraid that like your branding is only alcohol and partying? So that's what you have to do. 
and I deal with that. Like, especially when I see fans, I, people always buy me drinks. Number one thing, buy me drinks. I'm like, yo, dude, I'm kind of trying to keep it chill. I went to Texas, and this dude's like, hey, dude, you signed up for it. That's what he told me. I'm like, damn. Like, by, by making I'm, videos about yeah. drinking, you signed up for it. So yeah. here's drinks. So, like, I can never say no now. I mean, I, I feel like I know you pretty well. I, get, I talk to you a lot. Yeah. You don't, like... You're not big jonesing for alcohol during the week as much as you think. Like during the week, you just kind of keep it on two wheels, like you say, and you you get your shit done. Yeah, I think you were just like the big weekend benders were just kind of getting over. They're getting to me. They're getting over. Hurt. They do. Yeah. The older you older you get, the worse it gets. Damn, it hurts. Yeah, it is true. What's your worst hangover story? Do you got one? Like where you just like thought you were dying. Dude, every time it's more like the every mental thing. Time. Like mentally, it's so draining on you. You're it, all the bad thoughts are running through your head. Like I don't have depression and anxiety. L- thankfully, I'm very mentally stable. But dude, I get like in these weird zones. I'm like, dude, this might be it for me. Like this hangover hurts so bad. I'm about to just end it all. This sucks. I, I, we've been there. So I've been there. Well, that's how I guess. Why don't like oh you drink more? Because if you drink, then you're right back. You're but good. At some point, you have to come down. So you just got to be ready for that. Oh, shit. But I know what I signed up for. I've done this a million times. <laughs> so give me the percentage <laughs> breakdown, okay? How much of your brand is drinking? How much of your brand is dirt bikes? And how much of your brand is Buttery Films, the clothing brand? Dude, I'd say at, as the years are going on, I'm getting like starting to think about my future and everything. I'm trying to push more of the brand side and just like build a sick brand. I want to build a brand. If people didn't even know who Buttery was, they're still going to want to buy it. And push a clothing brand kind of like that, so it's going to look cool. It doesn't have to be merch. I want to build like a legit brand that people stand behind. Definitely, you, you, your brand is uh, very much like full send in my eyes, but in its own really, really cool way. And the word you can just like butter you. Buttery. Like, it could be for anything. You know? Butter, yeah. Be anything. It'd be cool if I could make enough money and get a budget and have athletes like surfers, snowboard, skate, moto, and have just athletes that I float product and float money to, and kind of build like a team. Right. That's what I'd like to do. Maybe in this year, twenty twenty one, if I can. But that's kind of I'm pushing more towards the merch side and like really trying to make this thing a legit brand right now. You right. do you do have like a deep love for moto though. For sure, I love you it. have you. I'll you ride have until my until I can't ride again. Yeah, only fifty years old, gray hairs. Doing just, doing wheelies on the freeway. Yep, that's the best <laughs> clips you post, bro. He literally <laughs> rides dirt bikes on the freeway. I haven't seen that. Like doing wheelies. You did one sixty nine miles an hour flyby, didn't you? That was first try too. Yeah. The 69. 69 miles an hour on the freeway too. wheelie. <laughs> In like Oceanside, bro. Have you, five. Ever, have you ever gotten in trouble for that? Like, no, never. No. Sometimes you got to depend on the situation. Like, sometimes you run, sometimes you stay. Just, but you got to know if you're running from cops. Oh, you run. You're gone. Uh, but for the most part, I just try to be a respectful dude and be like, yo, you know what? You know, we're doing this Instagram video. I tell them the truth. I'm like, straight up, I'm trying to get some followers, doing some wheelies and stuff. And most of the time, they're pretty cool about it. But there has been times before, like five years ago, I was riding in the middle of nowhere on this dirt field and Marines came up and pulled. AR-15s on us, the whole deal. No and shit. I was off my bike, and I was like, holy shit, what's going on? He's like, yo, you're on military land. We're going to impound these bikes. And they impounded my dirt bike for a year. This is 2014, so I didn't ride for a whole year. And then I paid $75 to get it out and impound, but it took him a year to get to my case. Damn, bro. I would have been so So hold scared. on. You're riding dirt bikes, and then out of nowhere, Marines are holding AR-15s at you. 100%. And they're like, you're in a... It was down in Santee. They said it was on Miramar Naval Base Land. He's like, you know there's a shooting range three miles down the road here? I'm like, three miles? That's far as fuck. Couldn't even direct shot. Not, nonetheless, a ricochet. What are you talking about? And I, dude, I, fuck you not. This dude walked three feet out, 
and he drew a line in the sand with his foot. He said, if you were on this side, I'd let you off. But since you're on this side, we're impounding these. And they took the bikes for a year. Rest in peace. Yeah, usually, like, I feel like Marines wouldn't be, like, an asshole. But it's an MP, military police. And even Uh, Marines don't like military police. Like, these dudes are kooks, full dorks. And you can't fuck around on their property either. Mm -hmm. I almost got arrested for flying a drone on a naval base. Really? Yeah. That's on some dumb shit, but you don't fuck around on that that kind of land. They don't, they don't play no games. And we're here for them. We support the troops. Why are they coming for us? You've had like a lot of bad luck with like bikes, though. Bad luck, like Super. the dude stealing your vein. Yep. Oh my god! And driving yeah, into yeah. a fucking lake and that harvesting was like right bro. after yeah. we jumped the GTR. That might have been the same week. Yeah, I think it was, bro, because so you like, had the van in my driveway. Yeah. And that was like before I had money too. Like I didn't have really any money. Like I was budgeting. I was just barely getting by back then. Yeah. Really. Oh, yeah. So, so how recently have you really taken off? Because, I mean, you're doing, like, high six figures. I'd say, like, last year. Last year's on it. But I had to just take it more serious. It was kind of my fault because I didn't take the brand serious. Right. But it just wasn't to that point yet. So, before, were you more living, like, paycheck to paycheck? Oh, yeah. Like, the merch That's was covering your life for the month? Yep. Okay. Just enough to get by. Just enough for gas, food. Maybe go on a date or whatever, and that's all. Right. So right now, I mean, you're doing, like, a ton of different traveling things. You're going all over the U.S. You have your big Sprinter van. What is really funding the buttery brand? Is are you making any money from AdSense at this point, or is your content demonetized? No, I try to keep mine monetized for the most point because like it's nice having a little trickle income. But the biggest thing for me is like YouTube's forever. I think Instagram, your brain's trained to double tap, scroll, double tap, scroll. YouTube's forever, so that image. So when I put stuff on YouTube, I want kids and all audiences to be able to watch it. So with that, you can get money on top of it. My AdSense is whatever. I don't really make that much. But just in case, you know, a video were to blow up or whatever. The Give me an idea. Like off a million views, how much money would you make? To compare to mine, like off a million views, I would roughly make about four to 6,000. What? Maybe I have in some old ones, but dude, I make like probably 400 bucks for 200,000 views. That's not horrible. Yeah. That's probably like a $2 CPM, a little, maybe a little less. Yeah. Okay, so, so you're still monetized on YouTube, and then yeah. the main income is coming from buttery. It's all merch. Everything's wow. merch driven. So that's everything is... So if you get a new viewer, could possibly a new customer. Right. If you can't afford merch, because I understand it's a tough times. Some people don't even have jobs right now. Yeah, so right. You have such a unique fan base. Because like, even from my perspective, looking at like from merchandise as a whole, because we run Premier Icon. So I mean, we see like the different the different audiences and like the car fans, like people uh, that subscribe to car channels buy product because they Same. love telling people they drive cars. Oh, yeah. Same thing with your brand. I feel like people love letting people know they love dirt bikes. Yep. And like you're the perfect median in that. I'm trying to hit both. I'm a I'm a YouTuber but I still ride. So no, that's I'm why like, your I'm whole thing has both. been so interesting. Like just I don't know. Take what? a take a step on the moto track with butters. I should, bro. <laughs> you, sh- you should experience yeah, it for yourself. For People are yeah. it's it's like you going to a skate park. Right. 100%. Every oh, time right. I go I to a skate park with Tanner, no matter what, they there's somebody going to be like Tanner Fox. Buttery films at the motor track, it's the same thing. And his audience is flushed into like our type stuff. Every time I go on the track too, it's the same thing. I don't even ride dirt bikes. Yeah. I mean, I guess like the most interesting part about watching your brand, because I mean, I've, again, I've been a big fan of you for a couple years, is just how like, it's just so interesting. Because again, I come from like half mainstream YouTuber to like half, I'm in my own bubble with the scootering stuff. Yeah, yeah. But like I've tried to kind of like, you know, remain relevant in that space with the Logan Pauls and the Jake Pauls and the the LA scene. But then, like, if I were to ask those guys about you, they wouldn't know. But you're making five times as much money as them. 
and you have and you're doing exactly what you love and you're like fucking mad chilling in san diego going out to wineries with this guy going on idaho tours watching your friends get duis it's just like the (laughs) fucking is the coolest thing to watch i see a lot of like him behind the scenes though he he likes to flush it back into his brand and like Butters never acts brand new, from what I see. Oh hell no, you can obviously never see that. Brand new, or else like, he'd be in the LA scene. You know <laughs> exactly. He's kind of just really he sticks with LA. his like people, and he he loves his people like Medium Tito, the fucking coolest dudes ever. The he boys. just sticks with his boys, and remaining like relatable. Like you have never changed your house, you still are renting the same place, correct? Yeah. Rental, which my landlord, I don't even, I don't think he watches the videos. We ride dirt bikes through the house, put holes. In the you don't walls. even have uh, furniture in there, no, do you now? No furniture, still no furniture. Yeah. We set up a little photo booth, like so. If girls want to do OnlyFans shoots, slide on through. Bang, bang. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> yeah, you get in there. You get Wait, in there. I wanted to ask you, is that something you ever plan on doing in the future? OnlyFans, OnlyFans. I have enough content where <laughs> I could probably put out OnlyFans type stuff. Because like, there's some millionaires. On, there, there's oh, a, it's oh, there's insane. multiple millionaires. It's insane. I don't even know if I'd charge people for it. Just do like a free OnlyFans subscription if you want to see stuff that's gnarly. But I don't want little kids going on there seeing what's really going on. Well, you have to be 18. Yeah. But I, I agree. I agree. I, that's, a, that's a bold but thing that's to what do. people want to see. Like, people already think we're pushing cool content, like on both sides, some make them ideal. If you guys really knew what was going on off camera, it's even crazier than you could ever imagine. <laughs> it's insane. I kind of put some of it on camera. Yeah, like, no, like you push the limits with your stuff. Yeah, I do. I do. Um, but I also kind of like keep it on a little two wheels. But this, like, dude, every time we ever, like, it, the best times ever are with Butters, like this dude, house parties. House parties. Careless house parties. fucking person right here. But also being a careless person. His own person, house parties. Yes, his own house party. It's like it's also being a careless person. There's ups and downs. For he sure. doesn't care, but everybody loves him because he doesn't care. But people take advantage of him because he, he doesn't, doesn't care. care. Right. You know, and it, it sucks being on that like kind of like his end because he doesn't like he doesn't he's the yes man. Yeah. He don't say no. Even us talking at the winery the other day, how you were even saying like paying for too much of your friend's stuff. But that's like your personality. Yeah. You're vibing with it. And it's no I, problem. I struggled, like, I didn't struggle, but I worked construction for so long, so my whole deal is I dropped out of high school when I was 15 years old. Hey, let's go. What okay. grade? Sophomore. So I made it through sophomore, all the way through sophomore, so it'd be the Farther beginning of my junior year. And uh, I w- it was one of my homies at the time, actually, cool-ass family, super cool. They kind of took me in, so I lived at their house, and I worked construction as a laborer for a grading contractor. I did that for four years. And then he actually had a dirt bike and I bought the dirt bike off him. So like, dude, I busted ass. I worked eight to five every day for four years, which doesn't sound that gnarly. I'm sure some of you guys eight do to that. five. That's pretty grip yeah, amount of people time. Do that all the time. You know, but I was like going, traveling, doing, living in hotels and stuff, just doing some backbreaking work. And I was dead set. I kind of enjoyed what I did and I started getting in tractors and I could operate all the equipment. I was like dead set going to be an operator. And I thought that was cool. And I was fine with that too. I was like settling into that life. I was like, this is it for me. And then finally it took off at the end. But like, so my home, I luckily I'm in a financial situation where I can help homies out. And like, dude, I could die any day. I could die. You tonight. literally told me that last week. Yeah, I could die at any <laughs> second. So I'm pretty good at saving money. But when it comes to just having fun and going doing stuff, I don't mind paying for people's stuff. Like if I know it's times are tough right now, so let's party and have some fun. Do you think you needed that nine to five job? For sure. I think that had built a lot of character and a lot of structure for me. For sure, because now I appreciate all the little things, and I'll never like let that go. And then, uh, when you started living with your friend, did uh, 
How, how was your parents reacting to that? Did they kick you out or did they? I didn't, I didn't communicate. We were just button heads just like any kid at the time. Like I was button heads with my parents at the time. So I didn't talk to him for actually like three or four years. Uh, and, uh, and they I were just upset you didn't go to school or continue yeah, the They just football. wanted me to, to the normal, just go to school every day, play football, play baseball, do the whole deal. And I just wanted to do something different. I think I had you a said, fuck no, it. baby. It's like, hell no, I'm out of here. Yeah, I'm going to be a different And now guy. my parents back my deal. They're the biggest Naturally. supporters ever. Of course. Ever. At first, he's like, dude, that ain't never going to work. That shit's lame. It's the internet. And now. It's not going to last. Like, yeah, they support my whole deal. So that's pretty sick. That's awesome. Yeah, that is super, super awesome. thankful. We're for the it. millennials. I know. Are you Gen Z's? Yeah, y'all are millennials. Yeah, I think I'm Gen Z. You're I'm 95 good. and up. I know. Yeah, I'm Gen Z too. Yeah, you Gen Z. I'm Gen Zers, Gen or no, y'all are. We're in a good generation. Yeah, the the older generation. You think millennials are good compared to Gen Z? We're the we're the the hamsters. Yeah. Still you are the hamsters for sure. Yeah, we're the hamsters. We're, and then we're the vapes, everything. It's it's word word experience in it. Yeah, and then yeah. we grew up with it being normal. It's normal. Everything for your gen is normalized, like social media, cell phones, vapes, whatever the case. Like that wasn't around for us. It's just living. See, we had MySpace, dude. Profile songs, dude. Profile. I can't even tell you what that, that means. Back. I don't know what that means. Instagram needs that. I was insane. I was not allowed to have a MySpace, but I had a couple of friends that had one, <laughs> and they had like the the Robin Hood, like whatever. They're it was pretty cool. I, I can't believe there's not another all media I like that. know from MySpace is the seven circle. Or you have like a circle? With, dude, friends. MySpace top was friends. lit. If you right. didn't have someone in your top friends, you were going to hear about it at middle school that day, for sure. Like, yo, why am I not in your top friends? Yep. Damn. Then we had AIM, dude. Oh my AIM. God, yeah. What oh, is that? Is that like AIM. Kick? It was Instant Messenger. Before t- it was the Oh, like hottest. AOL. Yep. Okay. Insane. What was it, like a form of text messaging? And exactly. And you just go after school and you hop on AIM. Too afraid to talk to the girl at school, you're going to AIM her later anyways. <laughs> bro, <laughs> in fourth grade, I called a girl on her home phone, bro. Really? On the landline? On the landline. I said, can I talk to Sydney? <laughs> the parents probably respected that. They probably backed that. Hell, I was like fucking balls. 10, bro. This guy's got balls. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember kick. kick. I remember kick yeah. a lot, too. Um, That's crazy. But, dude, my You ain't a real one lit. unless you posted on iFunny and said, kick me. Yep. Some will get it, some won't. <laughs> some will get it, some won't. Did yep. you do that? I was with you. Remember, we had that kick account. We'd be messaging hella like we're like we trying to find girls, bro. We're like thirteen, like 10, bro. I'm sure. I'm sure you had the old picture on your your avi on the MySpace of some other dude riding a dirt bike. Not even you. Yeah. And then a definitely. Godsmack fucking song just slapping. Dude, I probably had like Josh Hill or something up there. That's <laughs> the craziest thing. Like all my every poster on my wall and all my heroes that I looked up to are now like my good buddies. And yeah. I hang out with And them. they probably Josh look up to you in many ways. And they're, yeah, they're good ass dudes, good friends. And like, it's crazy to how see. Does that, how does that feel? It's wild. I never saw that coming. Never Both Josh that and coming. Josh, Josh Hill and Josh Hansen. Yeah. Hansen's class. Good people. Yeah. And now you're just like bros with them. Like Boys. chill with them. You film all their videos. I know that. Throwing high fives, the whole deal. Wow. It's insane. From a young kid's like, what would 14 year old buttery think about that? Honestly, if you could ask him. I didn't think I would be to this level. I never thought I would make it this far. I knew that I had a passion for it, and anything you put 100% effort into, you're going to make it happen. But I would never look back and tell you that I made it this far and made this kind of connections and even been on you a pretty podcast much, like this. Like I could never even fathom that. You pretty That's, much became someone you would idolize. Exactly. That's kind of cool to think about. It's crazy. For real. Crazy, because I never thought it would reach this level. Insane to me. Was the Deegan someone you looked up to a lot? Yeah, Deegan. He's the man. And Dude, then I lived, for Deegan. I lived at Deegan's house. No I ate way. dinner with him every night. How that is was, that? He's cool as hell. 
definitely on camera, he's definitely like Brian Deegan. And then behind closed doors, he's just a nice, cool ass dude. Because uh, like the story behind him is like when Travis Pastrana was coming up, he would create beef with Travis Pastrana because he knew what he was doing. For sure. This was on your recommended too? Yes. Genius. Um, and then so do you ever get inspir- inspiration? Like I need to start beef with somebody or I something? I haven't done well, that. I try know? to stay the furthest away from the it was. It was not necessarily trying to start beef. It was more that Brian Deegan's brand was like supposed to be, well not supposed to be, was everything that like Travis Pastrana wasn't. It's the Travis Pastrana was yeah. like the family friendly yeah. Cool guy. He's the black. And then, and I, then I see what Maverick's coming at though too. It's like, like Deegan was kind of the the old age of Moto Six Nine. Well, he just sure. wanted exactly. He was the Six Nine of Moto. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right. And they had a huge dude. Metal Militia. That a huge, huge fan base. The following's insane. Cult still to this, still this day. day. That, still to this day. That the clothes got banned from my middle school. Like yeah. it was a big deal. You can't even wear them in Old Town Temecula. Why? Because they think it might start fights or start problems. It's metal militia. No metal militia gear when you try to go to bars in Old Town. That is one of the biggest flexes I've ever heard. And it can't. It started. <laughs> Honestly, it started from here too. Facts. Yeah, this is Temecula is the armpit. Of so metal. where does the beef come from? You know what I mean? Like, why would I be upset you're wearing a metal militia shirt? I'm not sure. The bro culture. I don't know. Like, is there? A, he's like I'm the six nine of the moto scene. But so all the, like the oh, moto guys. So people would say, say like, "Oh, you fuck, fuck with Brian Deegan." Like, yeah, yeah. Nah. Maybe that kind of. He's deal. definitely. He's and definitely bros just like to fight in front of their chicks. True. He's def definitely turned into like the the family guy. He's good. You yeah. know, he's, he's like I look at his stuff and I like, kind of look up to it in a sense. Like even like Danger Boy, like the dude's the fastest in the game. Oh, right Danger now. Boy's gonna be the little insane. Their dude, whole family's iconic. Insane. Yeah, it's, it's one of the. If you guys don't know the Deegans, I suggest. Looking into them because they have like the most perfect family. Like they're all professional athletes. It's the coolest thing. It's the coolest thing ever. Dude, Mm -hmm. how does buttery pull, brother? Like your brand has also, I think, taken a direction of like you're known for having hot chicks around, always (laughs) rocking your merch, always on your dirt bike for the product photos. Like sex sells. Sex does sell. How, How did you realize that though, man? Like. No, a lot of people are doing it. Yeah, when moto posters on the back there, you'd have a dude throwing a whip, then you flip the poster, and there's a hot chick on a bike. And that's what I grew up to. I'm like, damn, that'd be so sick to have a chick on my bike. So then finally we started getting merch. Then you start, you know, DMing a couple of girls. Yo, you want some free product? They're like, what? You have a brand? Hell yeah. I'm like, you want to take some photos? Sure shit, they're coming over, and they'll do whatever for camera. It's crazy how girls will act Dude, I'm, if you have a couple followers. I also kind of see in your end, too, the dude... All right, this dude is actually professional with his sh- ladies. He is like, like he, meaning, like as in like he he doesn't try to hit on the girls. He's like very professional, and nice, friendly. Like I'm like, dude, why haven't you tried running that kit? And he's like, nah, dude, nah, professional, professional man. Professional Treat like guy. their dad was there naturally. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, make them feel comfortable. They'll tell their Super friends. Cool. You got more girls for videos. Perfect, makes sense. Word of mouth, and it's yeah. in, and it just keeps steamrolling. So how? Do, okay, so photos aside now. How does buttery slide? How does he get, you know what I mean? We were at the winery. You had three different girls pull up at different times. Because <laughs> one wouldn't crazy, let you run yeah. the kit. You're like, I got Exposing, another one. Exposing, bro. Uh, no, but he does. It's how he got it on deck, bro. He didn't expose book. nothing. Triple book. I just try to be a nice dude. Um, I just treat. So nice guys win? Yeah, for sure. Nice uh, guys win. You got to have a little swag about in a it. Way. Like, yeah. You got to just. Also have fun. Like yeah, not, yeah, not be like. You uh, just put that out there. Chicks can pick that up. They read off that stuff, you know? But I'm kind of just the drunkest dude there, like making the most noise and shit. So everyone's like, "Why is that dude?" Bro, I saw the funniest. So <laughs> I saw the funniest fucking Snapchat of you, bro, a week ago. What was I doing? That he sent me. I don't even think you probably don't even know it was taken. 
but you were just making out with like a random girl, but you looked super faded. And then, and then, and then halfway through making out, you like stop and you just go. <laughs> and then she just, she just like was used to it apparently and just walked away. Like, and that was it. That was the whole snap. Did I even say anything? No, no, you were uh, far away. He was you, zooming in on you. You probably don't even remember this. But, but you just like, stopped making out like, with her and like dead face. And then she just stops and like walks away like this is normal. That was it. It was the funniest thing, bro. That's insane. Wow. Alcohol is crazy. I will say make people chicks, do crazy things. Chicks dig, man. Chicks dig. Give me the rundown of Medium Boy. <sighs> medium He's one boy. of the most interesting characters on the. On He's the, insane. And the internet so as well. So what you see, what you see on Medium Boy, like on the internet, he doesn't play out to anything. That's exactly who he is to the T. The dude's insane. when I've met him in person, he's crazy. yeah. Facts. So he was just uh, one of my little homies, and when I lived at my homie's house back then, two thousand nine is when I first met Medium Boy. He was Little Boy at the time, and he was Little Boy from oh nine to. Uh, 2014. Who upgraded him? You? Um, dude, it was like a it was ceremony? Actually, who was it? It was PH. It was Axel's dad. He Where, said, all right. Yeah. He's like, whoa, you're looking kind of medium. And he gave him medium boy. Whoa, you're looking kind of medium. That was probably one of the hypest moments of yeah. his fucking and life. So he changed his Instagram. It was a big deal because he was a little boy forever. He branded like that. He had like a couple t-shirts, stickers and stuff. He's like, should I go medium? Should like, I go dude, medium? I don't know, medium. man. So we just kicked it every day, and we're like best homies. We just hung out. We spent so much time together. I've just known that dude my He's whole He's like your life. little brother. Yeah. What's the next step for him? Little boy, medium boy? I thought he was going to go large. Is he ever going to go large? <laughs> I thought he. Was, I thought 21 he'd go large, and he just turned 21. He's still holding on medium. I don't know if it's branded too well, and he can't step away from it. Large boy. Yeah, maybe at this point it might be a little too branded. His older brother is big man, so he's got that. Kind that, of kid's, that kid's probably a little more wild than you are. Oh, he's insane. He just got a DUI. I just kind of think of stuff more. Like I'm just naturally older now, as you're so eight I just years older. Yeah. Think I'm like, what could be the repercussions of this? Where he's just like, fuck it, let's go wide open. In in a video you posted on Instagram a couple weeks ago, he was being detained by the police for being under the influence, underage, I think. Yeah. yeah. And you're you're filming from a distance because you didn't want to get in the mix. And out of nowhere, he tries to run from the police. That was, run. That was in Boise. That was on our Idaho tour. And I I had lost him for like one or two hours. I couldn't find him. And I'm walking, I'm bar hopping, bar to bar, and I see him. I'm like, dude, is he with cops? Instantly pull out the phone. I don't even know the case. And what you see in the video is exactly the knowledge that I knew on the whole deal. And then he just tried to run. And I think he would have, people are like, oh, he ran because of camera. He was going to run anyways. But he wasn't fast enough. The dude doesn't do anything for camera. He don't. No, he's he don't the do same nothing. person. What happened after up, after that? Like the cops, like kind of tackled him on the ground a little bit. Tackle him. He smashed into the truck. He put a dent in this dude's door. I kind of felt bad about that. Then I had to bail him out. It was five hundred bucks, I think. That was it. Waited a couple hours. He called me from a from a pay line. He's like, "Yo, I'm in jail. I'm at this jail." We drove over there, picked him up. Five hundred bucks later, and he was out. So a month goes by. He misses his court date. He has a warrant in Idaho now. So I'm like, currently, oh, currently. No. oh Lord, medium currently. boy, don't go back, don't so go back to Idaho. All his merch money is just going straight to lawyers. That's everything. It's just paying oh. for his bills right now. So That's great. At least he's making some money, but he hasn't been able to save it all because he's just paying lawyers. He's very blessed to be in this position and not just be a normal guy fucking up because then where the fees yeah, come from? What, right? Thank God he has a medium merch line yeah, on yeah. Buttery Films. Yeah, he's sick. And it's so. not like he's like the the uh, the worst dude. He's not out here getting nah. caught for like heroin. And oh no no no! Like God that. no! Like, you know he's making... just being. He's kind of being like a. He's funny twenty kid. years old, bro. He's Living hilarious. He's yeah. hilarious. That's all he's doing. Live and learn. Not being like. The and he's kind of like the criminal. side main character of your channel. He's insane, dude. If anything, he's the main dude on there. I just film him and put commentary in the background. Right. That's Only because shadow band now. He's your too. Jason Nash. <laughs> yeah, he's insane. He's classic. 
This, you can't script the shit any better. That's the best content. Stuff that you can't script or ideas you don't come up with, he just will come out and give you a big crash or get arrested or something that you can't even plan out. And you're just like, how's this dude this good? It's just perfect. It works out. That's the same. That's this guy right here. I yeah. always think in my head, how am I going to be remembered when he posts a vlog? So like, I'm like, what can I do to make myself be remembered? <laughs> so that's it, my That's mindset. what he is. And then I film him and I laugh. So then you do that every video and now you've built this character out of yourself and people are going to remember you in that way. And yeah. you're young too. How old are you? Uh, 23. So I'm actually kind of old. I just got a baby face. No, that's, that ain't bad, dude. You guys have plenty of time. It's insane. You guys are just starting. <laughs> I know, bro. Little, little children. You're at 10 million and you're just starting. Can we ask a, this is a fan question. Yeah, what is it? By yours truly, Cowboy Kale. Ooh. Kale. He asked. Kale goes. He said, what's your body count? So we've, Kale be on one. Kale's on a sick one. Um, I kind of lost count there. I tried to keep it there for a minute. But give me a rough estimate, if you even can, or if you can lie, honestly. So whatever you say, I'm going to believe you. No, I wouldn't lie. But I would, it. I would imagine it's over a couple hundred. No, no. No? Dude, I lost my virginity on my 20th birthday, actually. I'm approaching triple digits. There you go. Yeah. Triple digits, so I'm getting up there. There you go. But I think I've done it all and seen it all. Like, obviously, you're always jonesing for a new kit, but I'm kind of getting to that age where I'm like, ah, maybe one of the ones I actually have been with, I actually like now, and maybe see where that goes. And but you, I say that now. Do you feel that way right now about anybody? If I have a couple more of these, then I'll be acting brand new again. Yeah, then you'll be jonesing for some, <laughs> you'll be jonesing for some kids. I'll be jonesing instantly. Instant jones. Hey, do you have Kale. a five-year plan at all? No, I have no plan. I've no never plan? even planned five minutes into my future. Really? Like oh, I'm jealous of that. I live by the moment. Like, I live in this minute. I'm just living here talking to you guys right now. This is all I'm doing. That's I don't crazy, bro. Anything. I'm in six different places at all times. I never do that. I, wish I, I don't want my mind to be too scattered. So if you just give every moment that you have, everything you can give, it's going to work in a sense. Obviously, I, work out? I've, I have thought about my future. Where could this go? Where could we be? But I don't want to dwell on that or put too much emphasis on it. If you just do what the best you can do in okay, that moment, I gotta go gonna on. keep. Going. Do you ever find yourself in moments getting overwhelmed with thought to where you don't feel like you can just go? Hold on, I gotta live in the moment right now. Because you said you don't have anxiety. I guess that's ex that's a, exactly what yeah. anxiety is. Yeah. So you don't even ever struggle with that, anyways. Because all the time I could catch myself like just spiraling out of control into thought, and at that point there's no stopping it. But that's what got you to this point too. Right. You know? Yeah. So you, you harness that and now you're harness that. Right. Correct. Okay. So it's insane. But no, I sometimes I'll be like, oh, we should do this for a video or have a good idea, or whatever the case. But most of the time, there's really nothing going on up there. There's not much. I'm pretty signed off for the most part. I have to like click that. <laughs> Would thing you say on. you're on autopilot? For sure. Really? Signed. But you have off, so much bro. life to you, bro. Signed like you're off. so happy that I wouldn't say you're on autopilot. Like autopilot's like, all right, wake up, make my coffee, film this video, da 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 da, -da do my emails. That's autopilot. Not. I think I you just, just love life, bro. That's yeah, why I put. I that's go, why I put up here. You're the definition of do what makes you happy. That's all I do every day. Just and I could cruising, dude. Cru okay, he knows cruise. My cruise. whole deal is cruising. Yeah, all I do is cruise. I tell really everyone, does, I just try to float. Cruise. He really does. Floating. If we if we film a video today, awesome. If we didn't vlog today, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. There's another day. There's tomorrow. But he he somehow though somehow. Butters always gets the best moments of on film. I he think like, there's a but he's cruising all the time, and then he it just it runs into him. Almost. I think that that's part of the beauty of it, and yeah. that's why mm. is he's just con consistently going with the flow. Yeah, definitely, like following definitely. the wind. Yeah, because it's it, it kind of just hits him. All the he sees all the car accidents. It I comes don't see. I, that's the thing. Like I don't have to. 
I don't have to think of content or go make it. It just comes to me. Because you're I'm so like optimistic. I just, I'm there to capture it. You're just optimistic. Whatever the yeah. flow is, you go there. The world has given me the content. I'm just there to capture the moment. You're like the best. Go make Are it. you a believer in like everything happens for a reason? Like for sure. in that aspect yeah. of like, sense, I'm yeah. just going to go with the flow because everything's going to be exactly how it should be. Everything happens for a reason. And everything's temporary too, at least in my life. There's nothing that's ever permanent. Everything's temporary. Pain, whatever, it goes away. Then there's a new day, whatever the, whatever you're feeling. Everything's so temporary. Were your parents life. divorced? Yes. So that might stem a little bit from there because yeah. I feel the same way. I'm like, I'm, I never try to get comfortable with anything because nah, then it temporary. gets taken away. It's and all temp. The, yeah. Do you have commitment issues in a relationship? I talk about that a lot on this podcast. Yeah, I heavily so. do. Yeah, for sure. I, dude. For sure. I talked about this with Maverick. I think you were on the podcast too. I have this problem that like I've acknowledged now, so I'm working on fixing it. Tim but is as, a lover boy. He's no, as soon as boy. I get into a relationship lover, yeah. and I get committed into a girl, bro, I get like freak the fuck out and I, I, I start naturally being a dick to where I'm like pushing them out of the picture like naturally. And then right before I lose them, I like reel it back in. Yeah. You do the same shit. I try to be a nice guy the whole time. but No, then, me too, obviously. But then you put all your eggs in one basket. You're like, oh yeah, I really like this chick. And then boom, they'll leave. Every time I've ever had a chick that I've rarely liked, they leave. Wait, you've always been the one getting dumped? Oh, for sure. Oh. Maybe it's because of me, but I think, you're too nice. I think it's because of them. Oh, yeah, it's always their fault. It's, it's got to be their fault. Do you ever think marriage is in the future for you? Yeah, one day. I don't know when that'll be, but yeah, it's going to come one day. So that, that's, I don't know that's a goal for you? Or, yeah. yeah, okay. I need it. I need to settle down a little bit. I can't do this forever. Would you have some little butteries? Oh, hell yeah. Some tiny little, little butters. Some sure. little bubbers. <laughs> I love a son. It'd be sick, but I'll take whatever. It'd be cool to have a kid. It's a lot of responsibility. This is, this is Tanner's favorite like subject. Baby. He's, a, he's a lover family man. Yeah, he's oh, going to be. Eventually, yeah. uh, one day I will be, but for now we podcast. Yeah. Ride scooters. Well, as you should. You're young. Talk to buttery. You're young and famous, dude. It's the last thing on your mind should be getting married. Shouldn't think about really? that for another deck. Dude, That's like the only thing on my mind. Hell no. Not, yeah. not not getting married, having a family, and like that that That's part of my life I look forward to very much. But you're not you're scratching the surface. That's just crazy because you had what your deal so young and right. so early, so you're used to it. But you're just scratching the surface. Right, it's insane. You got plenty of time to go. Buttery. Life advice. Yeah, I should listen to this fucking coming from me. He like got wisdom though, ass, dude, like yeah, a wisdom yeah. guy. But you Loki got. You have to have some type of crusty just wisdom in there somewhere, like that actually is. Valid. That's just from experience. Though. From experience, I've just bro. Experienced a lot of things. You're the oldest one in the room. Yeah. He kind of sits experience back and like analyzes things more. I'm 26. He's 27. So it's like I don't know. I've experienced a lot too, but he's been in the game more on like the social media side. It, but for his subject, you've been in the game probably just as long as him, but as a younger age. Yeah. Right. And real world stuff. I've just put myself in a lot of situations, and I've just I've seen a lot and done a lot. So. And I'm still not even close. That's where I'm going to be. You ever had any, like, fucked up girl scares? Like, maybe maybe girl got pregnant, almost got pregnant. Maybe, oh, like, I don't know, just some I fucked mean, up shit because, like. Okay, yeah, no, I take that back. The, actually, the first time I lost my virginity, the very first time, the chick missed her period for, like, two months. <sighs> and I'm oh. sitting there stressing, bro. I'm like, no way. First time I have sex, chick gets pregnant, tripping. And I had a condom on, but I was tripping. And uh, never since then. Pull out game's too strong. Pull out game is too strong? Mm-hmm. Damn. How's how's your pull out game, Merrick? Mine's weak. Fantastic. Is it? I, my shit is weak, bro. It should be much better. My pull out game's strong. Yeah, you're just good on huh? My first time ever, raw dog. Oh, yeah. Instantly. I raw dog my first. I didn't know. I was just young and Okay, I don't know if this is, this might be a, 
this might be something only I relate to. But like, okay, when you're growing up, your parents are like, oh, if you ever have sex, just wear a condom. Pretty simple. Hey, but right? I check myself. Just say. No, but, but <laughs> hey, pretty simple though, right? I'm okay. I'm not saying every time I don't wear a condom, that'd be that'd be disgusting. But like, but like, you ever just right in that moment when you're supposed to put the condom on and you're just like, fuck that. It throws it off. It throws though. it off. Throws the whole vibe off. Am I it's wrong? like Jay Alvarez putting nah. coconut oil on girls, taking his time to I watched that boil last that shit night. up. <laughs> Are you <Yeah>. saying you? <laughs> what the fuck? Are you gonna take your time out of the day to do that? Just run the kit. If you're Jones and. I only glowed the first time. I'm curious where that specific thing bothered you. Because I watched you to the think video. About it right now. I watched the video and I'm like, he really spaced out. I watched that last night. He really did. This what was four about? months ago. I was trying to convince my chick it, of last night that we should film one. And then I was really noticing that it was heating up the oil mid mid moto. That was crazy to me. You think he clipped that in or that was really how that went down? Like you'd he have was to fucking like, and you'd he have went, to already have it. Are you lost? So oh, you haven't okay, seen this? So there's a no. sex tape of Jay oh. Alvarez that got leaked of him having sex with like a really famous like Russian model or something. Oh, okay. And like in the the thing that it went viral for was he 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 heated up coconut oil and like rubbed it all over her and it was like part of the thing. So it was like hot so oil. So wait, he hot really oil. filmed this? Film this? Film oh, this professional it's, dude, film? It's a, like, like a, a J- production. <laughs> wait, his oh, buddy okay. probably. I don't know. Like a Jay Alvarez so it video, didn't really but he's get fucking leaked. a girl. It, he just said it got leaked. I don't know how it got leaked, but it's like a full edited video. Okay, yeah, it didn't get leaked. Anyway, Shane, where did that tie into what we were talking about? Um, because it's spacing out the condom thing. It's like, dude, sometimes you're like, oh, hold on. Oh yeah, I could if I can't put a condom on, there's no way in fuck I'm going to heat up some coconut oil. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yeah, hell no. I would be soft and long. Yeah. I would be uh, the yeah. Then you come back all awkward like. Oh, so is it cool if I just put this on you? Right here? <laughs> like right here, like like this. Area. And then you're like, fuck. Yeah. When we're Eskimo bros, which we're starting to learn like more and more. So you yeah. know how Eskimo we are. Yeah, I'm Eskimo bros with Shane. Yeah, yeah hell yeah. That's we awesome. Maybe our Eskimo bros. I don't a, think we are yet. I have a we have Eskimo relationships here. We do. I don't think I'm not Eskimo bros with we're Maverick. All on the same. Idea. Imagine I was like and Maverick. <laughs> we're all in the same. Yeah, no. I've Eskimo with all my buddies, but. Medium. Never, never estimated medium. How's really? that? How's that not ended up? You he, guys are at parties all the time. He like, has a whole different style, I think, for your chicks. Really? The way he chooses them, picks them, his whole deal is a little different. And he's younger than me too. Clean, I'm older. Like yeah. chicks that he brings around. Like I think I'm being mature and cool. Blah blah blah. And we, chicks like. And plus, he probably older. doesn't want to compete with you at all either. Yeah. Like even create a beef. Like oh, I actually like that girl. Yeah. Like that type of drama. So I'll probably never cross that line. That's probably yeah, nice that, then. That's good though. That, that's why you guys are like actually close friends. You guys are brothers, dude. I don't even look at you guys as friends. Yes. You guys are brothers. And same with Tito, too. You guys came together with Tito like oh, really yeah. good, too. All the way through middle school. I could ask you about the L.A. party scene, bro. But like, to be honest, it would be disrespectful. Like the L.A. party scene is like trash compared to the shit you guys do, bro. I don't know. Nah, but, nah, nah, but bro, like hearing about like the L.A. people brag about how they turn up and then like actually hanging out with you guys. It's like, nah. It's, it's not like, even the same. We, it's not the same. We really go. We're really actually party. going off. Like your guys' partying gets grimy. It's insane. I like, mean, but we but sit back and film it and laugh. No, we, we're not like the grimy it's people. It's actual either. fun. And yeah. the thing I like about like hanging out with you guys is, and also I'm not trying to like picture, don't, don't picture like a giant fucking festival of people. I'm talking like when you go up to LA, everyone's smoking jewels, drinking, standing around a nice ass pool in a mansion, phones barely talking hand. in their people phones. People don't even know who... Who everyone is. No, people don't even want to know. Well, everyone's trying to be the big dick at the party. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's being exactly. sweet as hell. So everyone's sweet. waiting for everyone to say hi to them. Whereas when I go hang out with you guys, everyone's on the same page that they're literally here 
to have as much fun as possible. I look at I look at a lot of the phones in hand. You see people always having their phone in their hand, just like no matter what their Instagrams. I did. I went to the LA party once, and I was just seeing phones in hand. Well, like think about how awkward it is. Like you're awkward. You don't really know that many people. You're trying to be like the cool guy there, so you're just standing there with your phone, acting like you're doing something. That's me most of the time. Yeah, but they be filming every little two second of everything. Acting like it's the sickest ever. The sickest. But no one's hanging. There's three, five hundred people there. No one's hanging out with each other. They're all on their phones. They take their, they put their phone down and then just act all brand new, like nothing ever happened. Yep. It's cringe when I go up there. Oh, I want, so I want one of y'all to expose each other for some shit right now. Like putting someone on the. Hey, put you're bugging. <laughs> he thought of something. Right How many people that. watch this shit? Oh, not that many. I don't. I'm so open about all my shit, and so is he. I don't think yeah. there's really. And I guess I just got to ask you the right thing. You can ask me anything, but there's really nothing I would lie about or like that I haven't probably already told you. Yeah, I don't have anything. I know he was pretty open with the pregnancy thing. He was pretty open with uh, like, I guess, your family life, your parents, yeah. the OnlyFans. No, I'm, I'm going to I've, I've, I don't know. I, I think that was a good and question, by the way. The thing, it's a great but, question, but the thing is half the time... Maybe I'd expose them on something. We're there together. in the same moment and together. So right. it's like we already knew what was going down instantly. Okay, well, we we could have talked deeper on a five year plan, but you literally said no five year plan. Nah, I would if we're really if you want to talk about that and we're gonna go back to that topic. What I need is a compound. I need a piece of property, fifty acres minimum. Is that gonna be in California or you want to yes. leave Cali? I'd like to stay here just because as far as moto and friends and like, I don't want to leave this place. If I have to, I will. Cause it's so much cheaper to go to any other state. Yeah. I prefer to be here. And like, I feel like California has way too many rules yeah. with what you can do. I just want to go way out there. I'm going to get out like Hemet, Nuevo, Anza, 50 acres, 10 bedroom house. That's way long term. I just need 50 acres. Cause I want to build a compound, build jumps. And, and so, but do bro, tracks. you could literally do that in two months. If you set your mind to it. Maybe, yeah. You could easily. But I keep investing all my money into, I bought a piece of property in San Antonio. Oh, so. great, man. So, oh, yeah. great. So you're making money. My money's going out now. So oh, as long as you're Okay, wait, 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 wait. What are you investing? Just property, random property, like lots? Like commercial buildings and stuff, apartments, lofts, all sorts of okay. business space. Stuff that's going to make me money in the long end. Because okay. money sitting in the bank doesn't really do too much. So hold on. In you, San Antonio, you bought what? I bought a commercial building. That's For has, your brand? So you can no, lease no. out to people. Yeah. Like, oh, you're uh, selling it. No. Like so, like a factory. I went in with the partners. I went with some partners, and uh-uh. we just went in on it. And I'll never see that building as long as I live. I'll never even see that. Building. Amazing, just an investment for you. Just an investment. That's what awesome. other investments are you making? Are you are you putting your money in other places, or are you really just? That's, I'm trying to buy properties it. as much property as possible because the inflammation of the dollar and everything. You never know where it's going to go. Right. And I don't know about the cryptocurrency thing. I'm sure you know about that. It's too much for me. So I'd rather invest in properties and stuff that's going to stay strong where I can get money out yeah. of it in the end. But I need a piece of property. Because all the tracks here are super lame and have tiny jumps. I need a, a property with big jumps Ooh. and we can just film every day. And a, kind of like a clout house. Like anyone can come over and film content and you guys can live there. I don't care who comes over. You guys can live there, film there, ride there, do whatever you want. I'm sure there's a bunch of li- li- liability and whatnot stuff to do with it. But have you ever thought about opening your own track? It'd be insane. I think the insurance is too much money. Yeah, I think that insurance thing it's is insurance. too much. But what I picture of like you kind of and you and medium and everybody is like you guys having your own property and having cool events and like having like Go a cool events, have you guys over. Yeah, it, just that's what I picture. events, stuff like it, that. It is just crazy to me because like, I don't know. I feel like we're we're both opposite people in the fact of like, I like to think through everything and what goal I'm about. Like, you know what I mean? 
Yeah, and it's just like it's mind destructing to me. I'm like I'm trying to fathom how you literally are just going with it, just cruising. That's like you must be the happiest cruising. person. What is your secret to happiness? I think it's a mindset. I think it's all a mindset, and I've made myself this way. I think just from years being younger, I used to dwell on certain things, whether it was school or a girl or whatever the case. I think I've just been through much stuff. I don't want to feel that way anymore. So it's all mindset. It's like, you know what? I'm going to just live in the moment. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Don't set the expectations too high. That way you have nothing to be bummed on. If it goes better than you thought, then it's just that much sweeter. Fucking beautifully said. Clip that. No, that was good. I love that. It's the simple things mean the most for real. I just like spending time with my homies. That's all it is. I'm such a, extrovert like i love being around people and like being around more people i feed off that so more people around i just i love that yeah the whole deal to me has there ever been ever been like people you needed to cut off like because you just noticed they've been taking advantage of you too crazy not too much and if there was i wouldn't say no i would just let them be in my life i've never really gotten to that point yet where i've had to cut someone or deal with any of that everyone's so cool and like i'm pretty good judge a character because i have to meet so many people during a day and just meeting fans and people in general, I've seen all characters of life and all walks. So you can kind of tell what someone really wants from you right away, just the way they approach you. So yeah. I'm kind of surrounded by a lot of cool people that I don't have to deal with that. Have you? Oh, wait. Uh, I, did I cut you off? You uh, I was just going to say, it's like certain people come at you as a fan and you just know they're a fan, but you're obviously going to show them like respect as yeah, you should. Sure. But you just know the differences of people of wanting something out of you and not wanting something out of you. Yeah. In a sense. If they want a friendship or they want to advance their agenda, whatever it is, you can you can tell pretty quick. Has a fan ever tried to like prank you or like be too too comfortable with you? Oh, all the time. All the time. All the time. The and do you ever have to like thing, get at them or no? I rarely have to do that. Sometimes I'm like, dude, what are you saying? Like, what are you doing? The biggest thing to me is like, I think because I'm so open in the way I portray myself on my YouTube and stuff. Like, I'll be riding at the track, a local track down the street or any state. I'll pull off the track. There's 15 people inside my sprinter that I've never met before. Shut up, bro. Dude, All that, the time. That's a big thing. All the time. I pull off, put my bike on the stand. I'm like, yo, what up? Everyone's like, yo, what up, buddy? What up? Like, cool. Which I'm cool with it. I don't really care. But I would never do that. Dude, someone I've never met before. I wouldn't just hop in your Lambo if I'd never seen you before or met you. And right. there'd be 15, 20 people in my sprinter that I've never When you have never, your phone in there, your wallet. Everything. Your Dude, clothes are in everything. there. Everything. I've seen... I don't know if I could keep my cool in that situation. I'm I've seen like, yeah, firsthand the track. He's had to actually park like somewhere deep in the track where nobody can find him type shit because he he's a yes man. He don't say no. Yeah. Everybody just wants to hang out with Buttery and Buttery's the life of the party. Everybody loves to hang out with him and they just they get comfortable as hell. I mean, you got dudes swinging their dicks on top of the Dude, on top of his brand, like his his van. Dudes are just like in there just drinking nonstop and it's like, holy shit, I had to step away a couple, a couple like that time. There's that been happened. times I've left my van just stranded. I look over there and I'm off the track and go, there's no way I'm going back to the van. Why are you bad at being a no man? Like like in those situations, like don't you know. don't look at them and be like, okay, this is logically like not okay. Like I because it's Guys, not at this the is too end far. of the day, it's like, it's not is too it far. really affecting my life? It's not really to the point where it's going to affect me. And then just like I said, everything's temporary. Wow, like, bro. An hour later, they're going to be out of the van anyway. So why am I going to say something? I know you're going to leave anyway. So whatever. 
doesn't matter to me. I don't care. That is such a powerful mindset, bro. It really is. Has that ever happened when like people come into your house and just like oh, showing up? Gnarly house parties. <laughs> two hundred people deep. I live in Escondido, a little sixteen hundred square foot. Two hundred people deep. People pulling guns. I dudes pulled guns at the last party. <laughs> Four people pulled guns. They said they were cool with me. I think they're in high school. They all pulled guns out, and I was like, "Yo, dude, I just appreciate if you guys are gonna shoot out that you'd rather do that in the driveway." Then not have the respect for me and do it in my house. Please do that in the driveway. You said that to them. Straight face. You said, uh, hey, man, if you're going to shoot the gun, just keep it in the driveway. Because I've been in house parties when people shoot guns, and it's gnarly. It's so loud, and everyone who you thinks they're hard gets soft real quick. Oh, for real? Instantly. Dudes who are all toughed up like this, no one's hard. What, someone just shoots the roof? Oh, yeah. No, I've seen dudes get shot in the legs at house parties. Gnarly, bleeding out. Homies pulling dudes out of there. He does have a lot of What? Break me down a story, bro. San Diego. This was probably a couple years ago. I was at a house party. I think I know this house party. That's my friend that got arrested. Huge, huge, huge house party. One dude pulls like a pocket knife. Next dude pulls a big blade. Next dude has a machete. Come in here. Next thing you know, dudes are pulling out guns left and right. They're right here in the living room. Kind of when you're drunk, too, you're kind of like whatever to everything. Everything is numb. And he just pulls the gun out and just goes, bap, bap, and shoots this oh dude in the leg. God. He's bleeding so bad. You watch this watch in front of you go down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's panicking. Girls screaming. <laughs> people running. All the dudes who are acting like they were going to scrap, they're already gone. Oh, as they should. <laughs> and they're just dragging this dude out and up the driveway, and he's bleeding so bad. I look over. Medium tries to jump through a sliding glass door because of course he, he does. <laughs> he thought it was open. It cuts his arm. I watch it. We go. I meet him ten minutes later in the truck. He's like, "Dude, I got shot. I got." Shot. He's like, "Ah, oh, never mind. Just cut it on the glass door." <laughs> oh, I got it shot. Bad. It was bad. He was claiming shot. I'm like, "Nah," and I'm just sitting there Snapchatting it like, "Holy shit, kids! Think about that, dude. Kids are 18 years old, 20 years old, and they got something approved by shooting people, and your life could be over from that. Someone could have died." But, I mean, people are crazy, man. I've ran into that. I've ran into a lot of that with be lip growing up in the hood. Hammett. Hammett. Yeah. I ran into, I've seen two shootings at a party. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Not me. I've seen one. And it's You've seen one? I think that's probably why, like, we're so, like, I don't know. I'm okay with that. Wait, hold on. I want to hear Maverick's shooting story. What the fuck? Okay. I'm with my friend Billy. Yeah, I know Billy. Okay, Billy. I almost paid him to slash my dad's tires. (laughs) What? Me and my dad were beefing a long time ago. I didn't do it. Oh I didn't God. I didn't do it, but I almost paid him to slash my dad's tires. But there's this, some oh. kid that zanned out of the party. I was like 16, bro. There's some kid that zanned out of the party, and he's like flexing his gun. And some girl's like something like, why are you even having that? You ain't going to shoot shit. And he shoots. Sure as shit. <laughs> Pops it off. Sure as shit. It's crazy. The worst part that I have dealt with a few times is like, People wanting to fight. Dudes I've never seen before, whether it's at a Supercross race or Old Town Temecula, dudes you've never seen, and they come up and sucker punch you straight in the face. With no question? Nothing. That's happened to you? Boom. Oh, yeah. You Someone laid out like that? I've never got oh, knocked okay. out. I think I'm too big of a dude. But, dude, you get hit in the face a couple times. Just a couple of, times? Yeah, oh, yeah. Different people? All the time. I've been in I've so never... many fights, and dudes just come up out of nowhere and just boom. Isn't that crazy? I'm like, I've dude, never seen you, you fight back. I've never seen you want to fight back or anybody. So if someone punches you in the face, what's your first reaction? Like a random guy punches you in the face at a motocross race. I'd be like, yo, what's that all about? That's the first. I wouldn't even throw a punch. I was like, why are you doing that? That's good. Holy fuck, bro. You literally have self-defense. You're allowed to hit him back. You don't. 
I have. No, I've been in fights, but for the most part, I try to talk it out because a lot of times you get in a fight, it's going to not end up. Yeah, well it's going to just ex- so escalate. Especially now in California, you get in trouble escalate. for anything now. So it's like, I'm not even going to step to that unless I'd rather defend my homies than defend myself. I'd be like, whatever, fuck it. But if I seen someone punch you, okay, if we're at a winery, lights out. Ooh. Good lights to know. Out. Good to know. Dude, what is the future of the buttery brand? Where, where are you looking to take that? Are you are trying to get in stores at one point? You want to start Maybe. subscription services, more drops? What's your goal with the brand over like the next few years? At least a drop a month. At least one drop a month, so 12 a year, which doesn't sound that gnarly, but it's a it's lot. It's a lot. You got to have big lead times to really do like and do a lot of skews and do runs like that. Yeah, you got to be four months in advance, it's really. Way ahead, especially with China and all the leads and stuff. So I'd like to do one drop a month. That'd be insane. If we could do that all 2021, that'd be crazy. I'd say I don't really care about being in stores. Say if you're in Tilly, Zoomy, stuff like that. It's more like the the wholesale side. You're not making the margins, but it's more like the recognition. like you know, you Which is not it. worth much these days. It's like whatever. Yeah. You're in Tilly's, whatever. Right. But your dollar, your margin is so good on e-com. E-com's the way of the world. Just keep pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. But I don't really care. Like Obviously, I'd like to make as much money as I can, but I'd rather build a cool brand that people are going to stand behind. All right. Awesome. So you have care. the same mindset about life you do with the brand. Yeah. Take it by the flow. I'm just glad I make money. I if love I, that. If man. I lost my money, whatever, I'll just start over, go back to construction. doesn't matter to me. And where can we check you out on the socials? Buttery underscore films on Instagram. Buttery films on YouTube as well. Buttery films on YouTube, not shadow ban on YouTube. What's the store? Shopbuttery.com. Shopbuttery.com. Make sure you guys check it out. This has been a phenomenal episode. It's already been an hour and 20 minutes. It has? Yeah. Yeah. I went by quick. So. Wow. Insane. Thank you guys all so much. Thank Thank you you guys all so much for watching. If you want some bonus buttery podcast footage, head over to iTunes or Spotify. There will be an additional bonus minutes all over there. So go listen, baby. Go listen. We love you guys. Thank you so much for watching. This has been episode 15, I think. No Fox Given. Make sure you follow Buttery on all platforms. Check out Maverick. Check out Shane. We love you guys. We'll see you in the next episode. Peace. Later.